Welcome to the Level Up Your Real Estate Biz Podcast. This podcast was created by real estate professionals for real estate professionals who are looking to level up their business and their life without all the BS and fluff. Hello and welcome. My name is Lucas Rowell and I am your host. Very excited to have you here with us today to kick off 2024 with the episode 18, Marketing Personal Brands and Biz, Crafting Your Narrative for 2024 and Beyond. Each show, our objective is to give you the tactics behind the strategy so you can immediately put into practice what you've learned because measurable actions lead to measurable results. So I am super pumped to introduce my co-host and very special guest for today's episode. This guest is an absolute badass, has a huge wealth of knowledge in business, branding, and marketing. Many regard him as a top branding expert in the world. He's bringing huge value every day to help people level up in their lives and in their businesses. So please help me welcome my man, Mr. Buck Wise. Wow. Lucas, what an intro, man. That who who on earth called me a marketing genius? Who said that? Brother, it's 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 everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> I love it, dude. Hey, thanks for having me on. Listen, I'm a relationship guy. Any value that I can add to the astute and loyal Lucas listeners. I don't know if you call them that, but you should. Lucas listeners. Um, any value I can add in the next 20 minutes? I'm happy to do that because you know what? They dedicated time out of their day to come listen to what Lucas had to say and what guest he was bringing in. So the very least I could do is try to give them a little tidbit of information to help improve their life, grow, and get a little bit better. So that's what I tend to do today. Heck yeah, brother. That's what we aim to do here is cut through all the BS and we want to give those tactics behind the strategy. We don't want to talk 10,000 foot views. We want people to walk away and be able to say, hey, this is what we can do. So love it. with that said, tell us a little bit about your journey, where you started and where you are today, if you would. Yeah, just you know, to keep it on par with what you were saying, Lucas, that you cut through the BS. I don't want to give like a LinkedIn dissertation of Please. like where I started, where I went. So I, what I'll do is I'll give you pieces of my experience so that there's credibility to the words I say. Here's why. There's too many marketers yep. online that are telling you what to do. And then you ask them, well, where did you do this? And they have no experience. So let me tell you where I've been, what I created. But as I do it, I'm going to give little tidbits of information that are going to help people. And the easiest thing for me to help someone is understanding organization and structure and why it's important to know data and how the data feeds the strategy and how your strategy feeds the creative. Because too many people live in a marketing world that's only creative. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to create a t-shirt. I'm going to start doing TikToks and dancing all funny. Right? Creative, 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 creative. It's all creative. Okay, where's the... Wait, hold on. Breathe. Breathe. Stop. Don't go make your logo. Stop. You're just. You're all in this... I'm going to get a Canva account and I'm going to start writing emails and I'm going to blast the emails out to everybody. Breathe, breathe, listen, shh, calm down. Data, dissect the brand, dissect the consumer, 
Study the competitors. Who do you want to be like? Study them. Get the information first. Take the information and then build a plan, not just a podcast plan. The podcast is this big. The goal is this big. How does this feed into this? And how does this feed into this? And how does this feed into the annual structure? How does it all flow to get, like, put the stress? So having said that, then you can create. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I realized that my career very much started creatively. Because I worked for iHeartRadio when I was 17 years old. I had my own syndicated radio program to 45 markets before the age of 23. I worked alongside a guy named Ryan Seacrest before he was on American Idol. We had a show together on 98.7 iHeartRadio in Los Angeles. And what I learned was building a community. I learned creative. I learned call to actions. I learned how to drive behaviors. I learned how to get people to listen engage and react. And it was fun. I love creative. And that's why people like creative because it's fun because they get to build and they get to feel emotion. You know, that's what creative is. It's the emotional side. Like when Lucas starts the podcast, he gets to say, welcome to the Lucas podcast. It sounds so cool. Right. It's like, it's a feeling and we all want that gooey feeling of like, we're making something happen. And that's what I did early in my career And what I realized I was missing was kind of like business acumen. I didn't understand operationally how to build a business. They're the most creative influencers in the world with millions of followers, and they don't know how to make a dime. They don't know how to make a single cent because they don't know how to manage or run a business. Or maybe they don't even know how to sell at all. And so it was really important for me to start my own agency, which I did. And that agency, I learned the basics of hiring people, firing people, doing your taxes, your cash flow, your P&L, your burn rates. You know, I had to figure all those things out. Otherwise, I wasn't going to make any money. And I think at the end of year one, my first agency, I don't think I made a dime. I think I just kind of lived off of, you know, the expenses of the business. And I didn't really make a ton because I didn't know what I was doing. And I wasn't great at sales. I was passionate about a thing. You know, I was passionate about a thing. And, and that passion will get you somewhere. You know, I meet real estate agents all the time that are just passionate about the market, but they don't know how to run a business. So they're out meeting people, but they don't know how to actually drive net new flow. They don't understand retention cycles. They don't get nurturing sequences. So there's all these aspects of business that everybody needs to focus on. And so I learned that throughout my career. And that's where I got really specific with data, strategy, and creative. Um, But ultimately, I ended up working for the world's largest holding company, WPP. I worked for a lot of big brands like Nike, Starbucks, Google. Um, Worked on amazing campaigns. Nike running, Nike golf, Nike women. Worked on Frappuccino, Pumpkin Spice Latte, Via. All these amazing Starbucks brands. I worked on... Android for Google. I worked on Google Voice. I got to study Google Voice in London. It was an amazing experience. Oh, wow. So out of the agency space, I actually started working for a guy named Grant Cardone. For three years, I was his chief marketing officer. Yep. And then currently, I'm running my third agency where I help entrepreneurs who want to grow, who want to build better personal brands and create more content. That's what our agency does. Why do we do that? Because your ability to create consistent content strategically 
drives more connections and closes more deals. So that's what my passion is now. And I love helping entrepreneurs do that. Some of our clients, Ryan, uh, if you, if you know, uh, Ryan Serhant from Bravo TV, million dollar listing. Yep. If you know, Glenn Sanford, CEO of Mm -hmm. success magazine, EXP, um, we've worked with a lot of high profile individuals, but we also work with, you know, newbies, you know, startups, people who are just getting started. So runs the gamut. Anyway, there's my whole life in less than, how did I do it? Less than five minutes, I think. I love that, brother. Yeah, no, that was that was very succinct and to the point, which is just like we're talking about today, right? Good. How is your message driving people to the point and what you're looking for and what yeah. you're looking to help them with? What's your unique value proposition? So could you define for us what is a brand, what is a personal brand, and, and why do you feel most people get this wrong? Hang on. I want you to ask that question one more time, Lucas, because I literally was just asked this question today. I want to document this process. So go ahead. On a podcast with Lucas right now, and he's asking a question that I literally get asked every single day. Ask it again. Go ahead. Yep. Would you define for us what a brand or a personal brand is, and why do you feel most people get this wrong? Such a good question. I'm going to say it again. It's not a visual. It's not a taste. It's not a touch. A brand is a feeling. A brand is all the senses combined to give an emotion to another human being that drives a behavior that eventually gets you to connect with them in a way that they've never connected before that drives connection faster. So that's why it's so important that you create consistently so you build trust and build better connections because brand is an emotion. If you hear anything on this podcast... Brand is not your freaking logo. Brand is not the color you chose. Brand is the feeling you give them. And the more you understand who they are, the better it is, the better the experience is, and the faster you'll connect with them. Brand is a feeling. There you go. I got the point across. Love it, brother. All right, so let's let's say you've gone through, you've figured out the personal branding. How do you... The next thing, you know, we, we talk about a demographic or an avatar. What's, what's the best way to identify what that demographic or avatar is if we're just getting started here? So if you remember earlier, we talked about people that start with just creative. Yep. And you're skipping two major steps. Step one, data. Yep. I spent six months studying the persona of a pumpkin spice latte. Six months. What kind of data, Buck, what kind of data do I need to know who my consumers? There's quant and qual, quantitative, qualitative data. Some data, very specific. Some data, peripheral. We can look at point of sale, historical transactions, third-party data, internal data, like your CRM holds, you know, those hold value propositions. You can look at competitive data. You can look at... uh, Uh, what we call research data, where you're just looking outside of data that you own. And you put all this data together to tell a story. And it really is a data scientist that looks at this and says, ah, this is the story. And what we found when we looked at pumpkin spice latte, the drinker's name was Heather, is that Mm. she really was, you know, she was really focused on being an influencer in her micro market. She really wanted to be the one that made the decisions Mm -hmm. in her small peer group. 
So that data point that we found on her behavior that she wanted to be the one to know things first. So what did we do? We released the beverage before anyone knew it existed. And we dove into that behavior, that data point of she needed to be first. And we said, look, Heather, this drink does not exist. You won't even see it on a sign in the store. But if you go in and use the secret word, you're going to get the pumpkin spice latte before anybody else knows it exists. So what's the first thing Heather does when she goes in and gets a drink before anyone else? Right? Documents the process. We didn't need to advertise. She did it. She advertised for us because we gave her early access. Why? Because we studied the persona data point that her behavior is, I want to be on the good side of FOMO, not the bad side. Yeah. You know, so... Every persona is different. The question is, what's the challenge they have and what's your solution? Those are value propositions, solutions to people's problems. Well, I don't know what their problems is. Do the research. Everyone thinks, you know, a real estate agent might say, oh, they need to buy a house. No, that's not their problem. Their challenge is they're going through a divorce and they need someone to mediate the sale of a current house so that they can buy another house, but at a lower rate. You know, you never know the challenge unless you know the target. You got to ask the why. You got to peel back the layers of the onion and and be that kid, right? Yes, constantly. By the way, not just once. It's not set it and forget it. You need a system in place where you're constantly in a feedback loop. The billionaires and millionaires that I've worked with, and I do mean billionaires that I've worked with, the number one personality trait they all have in common is they're inquisitive in nature. They all ask questions constantly. They don't act like experts. You would think billionaires would say, I know it all, but they don't. They treat you as if you know more than them and they suck information out of you constantly. They just keep asking questions. That's incredible. Yeah, it's a great trait. It's a learned patience and practice. Well, and that's the toughest part, right? Is we, as people, we want to talk about ourselves and make ourselves feel important, right? Yeah. But if we could just flip that script and just ask more questions, be more inquisitive, be genuinely interested in others, others will become genuinely interested in us. And we'll hundred percent learn that much more. It's exactly it, Lucas. And by the way, even on the sales process, you're trying to close a deal and all you're doing is spitting like, oh, it's gonna, it's this great. Here's why it's awesome. Here's why you need ask questions. You'll close right. them by asking questions. Quit yeah, spitting the all the value. Everything. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. So then would you say that's the the one thing that most businesses are doing wrong and missing when it comes to that branding and marketing? Would you say that's the biggest piece there? I would say three things. Number one. They're not focused on data. They're yep. only focused on execution and outcome. Yep. Well, I ran a Facebook ad and I didn't get an ROI. Creative and results. That's all they're focused on. Yep. Go back and study your data. People say, Facebook doesn't work. No, you don't work. You're the one that's not working. You don't know your customer and you definitely didn't target them. And even if you did... The other thing they don't know isn't their target or the data. They don't know themselves. Right. Too many people don't understand their own value. 
You know, they're just too busy pushing transactional language on somebody that's not even the right target. That'd be the biggest thing. One, know yourself, know your brand, build a, a very strong, you know, sturdy brand. Mm-hmm. Really understand why you exist, how you're different. Yep. And what are the pillars of content inside your business or your personal brand? And number two, who's the consumer? Who's the target? If you know those two things well, you'll see an immediate increase in your, in your response. Immediate increase. The closer you get. I mean, marketing is just a bullseye. So everyone's blindfolded, throwing darts at a board. Your advantage against your competitor is really understanding who you are and understanding your consumer. But not getting so wrapped up in the weeds that you don't execute. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're like, well, I don't have anything Buck's telling me to do, so I'm just not going to produce content. You're losing already. You got to change the tire while the wheel moves. Produce content while you learn. It's the only way to learn. It's part of the feedback loop. I produce content. It doesn't do well. I don't do it again. I realize it didn't connect. It does well. I do more of it. You got to be producing to learn. So don't stop doing anything because you don't have what you think you need. You're going to learn through the process. That'd be my biggest point. I love that, man. Build the plane in the sky, cool. right? Don't don't wait till you have all the pieces. That's exactly it. Yep. And then make sure you get enough pieces to keep it in the sky, but get it get it up there and take immediate action. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. So we talked about um, some bottlenecks already. Um, coming up on on time wise, man. We're we're being super efficient with this. I love this. Cruising, man, cruising. This is what it's always about. So serious question. How important is leg day to anyone's marketing and life success? (laughs) Leg day? Dude, you don't want to be the guy with chicken legs at the gym. Trust me. Believe it or not, ladies ladies won't say this outright, but they love a man with good thighs, good quads. You know, you got to get the leg day in, you know, at least twice a week. That's it, man. Hey, if you're on Instagram and you're watching this with Lucas right now, I want you to follow me at about buck. Anyone that follows me and DMs me, hey, I saw you on Lucas's podcast. I'm going to give you a free Instagram audit. So DM me at about buck and say, I saw you on Lucas's podcast. And then not only will you get to see me do leg day, but I'm going to give you a free audit. (laughs) There you go, man. That call to action right there. I love it. Everything we do. That's it, dude. Add value, man. All day. So what's a favorite business book? My favorite business book would probably be Reverend John Maxwell, 15 Irrefutable Laws of Business. And my favorite page would be Law of Magnetism. What you put out is what you get back. So think about today. What are you putting out And what are you getting back? And if you say to me, Buck, I'm not putting out anything, then guess what you're getting back? Nothing. So put something out and magnetize the right person into your ecosystem. The same way Lucas did by getting me on his podcast. He's putting it out and he's attracting it back. So do what Lucas is doing and reach out, create, connect and you'll magnetize that back. It's a great book. I suggest anybody read it. My second favorite book, you didn't ask, but I'll give it to you. What do you got? Be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone. If you want to get in the mindset 
of no more scarcity, you're afraid to invest that money to build a better personal brand, go read that book and then call me. You'll spend every dime you have because you'll realize there's nothing more important than investing in your personal brand. Nothing. Oh, a thousand percent. All right. Go back in time. Talk to your younger self. You were just starting off. What advice would you give yourself? If you can't fail, what would you do differently? If I knew failure wasn't an option, mm-hmm. what risk would I have taken that I didn't take? And I took, but I took some pretty good, sizable risk, but I would have taken more risk. I think the second thing I would have done is better mentors faster. You know, everybody says get mentors, get mentors. Nobody tells you what a good mentor is. You just assume at a young age, anybody older is a mentor. Holy shit. No. (laughs) Old people are not mentors. Just because they're older than you, that means they've been alive longer. It doesn't mean they've made better decisions. Right. So, you know, really pressure testing the success that somebody has had and finding the right mentor that's actually built the business and then how to get that mentor. Because most of those guys don't have time for you. So what value strategy can you use to get access to those mentors to help grow and speed up the process for you faster? That would be the biggest suggestion. What kind of value can you add to their life, right? Rather than what can I do for you? That's exactly it. You know, because unless they're just, you know, really big into helping other people, most people that are successful don't really stop and take the time to help. I do it in a group setting. I do it in a way that helps lots of people at the same time. I, you know, I put a lot of education out on my Instagram and I hope it helps people, but obviously I don't have time to sit back and help one-on-one, you know, time is money and anybody in business knows the calculation of how much their money and how much their time is worth. A thousand percent brother. Well, and, and we truly appreciate you spending the time that you're spending here with us today. I do want to give you a quick shout out. Sorry, one of your posts where you had your son Logan come on stage and share some of his notes and his takeaways um, from the yes, notebook. More hands you shake, more money you make. That's Ed that's Milo right, quote, dude. isn't it? It's Brad Lee, actually, Brad who Lee, says that. Right. He, yeah, Brad Lee loves the more hands you shake, the more money you make. And my boy is 10. His name is Logan. And dude, he's the next big entrepreneur. He's got a dog walking business, a lemonade stand, and a pecan holiday seasonal business. He did over $7,000 last year. My question is, what's your 10-year-old making right now? You know? Yep. thousand percent, brother. Yeah. My, Love it. We get our kids, so we homeschool, and our kids are very actively involved in the entrepreneurial side of things. And that's, that's nice. my son's math is literally going through and, and learning and understanding assets versus liabilities and leverage of capital, leverage of time, leverage of people. Um, that's so but, great, dude. But dude, that was, I just had to give you a quick shout out for that because I saw that you, and that was, that was absolutely incredible. So I know we're coming up on our time here. Um, we always like to give first and you've spent so much of your valuable time with us. Um, and what types of way can we serve you in your path? You know, shameless plugs are, are always welcome. Honestly, I'm a relationship guy. So my thing is just connect with me on Instagram. Like I said, just shoot me a DM, go to about buck and shoot me a direct message and just say hi. Too many people are passive on social. So don't follow me and not say anything. Follow me and say, hi, Buck. I just wanted to say hi. I learned about you today from Lucas and would love to be in your ecosystem. Great. Let's do it. Let's make the connection. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on today. It was really cool. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. Do you have anyone else you'd like to give a shout out to before we jump off? 
now, man, that's it. Just, you know, just make the connection, get on Instagram and make the connection. All right. Absolutely incredible episode, guys and gals. I have an enormous amount of respect for Buck, his vast knowledge of business, branding, and creative out-of-the-box marketing techniques. Absolutely love this stuff, man. The way that you break it down, we could be here for hours just chopping it up, and I would take pages and pages and pages of notes. So super honored to have you on the show today. It's incredible to hear your journey, see all the content you're putting out, the huge amounts of tactical advice. That's what we're all about here. It's not my quote, but I've made it one of my go-to ones. A rising tide lifts all ships. And every single episode, we're looking to bring you, the listeners, the tactics behind the strategy, cut through the BS, and bring you the people who are getting it done so you can continue to level up in your life and in your biz. So if you like this podcast, please leave us a comment, share it with your friends, follow the IG page, catch us on YouTube. We are streaming on all major platforms, and all of our contact information, as well as Buck's info, will be in the description so you can get in contact with them. Very excited for what's to come for you, man. Always leading with value and over-delivering. Thank you, Lucas. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate you having me on, man. I'll talk thousand, to you soon. Thousand percent, brother. Okay. See you, buddy. See you, Lucas. All right, Thank man. you, man. Take care, guys. Lastly, if you are in the real estate biz and you are looking for a change and want to level up in both your life and in your business, shoot us a message on IG. Our team currently serves all of the state of Florida, even more specifically, Miami to the Keys, and we would love to have a conversation with you. Until next time, this is Lucas Rowell signing out, wishing you everlasting success in your life and in your real estate biz.